Well, good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to Leaving the Yard. Zach and the Professor here on the Fan 1079. Tony Kirk, person non gratis today. It's Friday. It is Friday. Instead, the voice you hear or the face you see if you're on Facebook is that of Dodger Danny Williams, who's in again today. Is this second, third appearance this week? What is it? Second this week, yep. To start putting you on the uh, insurance plan. Hey, let's go. Uh, what's his cap? <laughs> oh, it's this my... is not the Dodgers today. No, I ran out of the house without a hat and threw this one on. This is my son's uh, travel ball team. How can I do Dodger Danny? I don't know. With Phillies, the no, Phillies. It's not the Phillies. It's what Paris, is it? Paris Haymakers. It looks like a Philly. It P is. To me. It is the Philly P. They do have the maroon cap as well. With the oh man! Got the throwback blue ones. So. Favorite Philly of all time, Mike Schmidt. That's too easy. Yep. Not going to go Bryce Harper? Now. Now? What do you mean now? What's now? No. (laughs) You're talking to my son. Yeah, probably. Oh, Bryce Harper? Yeah. Generational. Yeah, exactly. See, I'd have probably said I was a big Steve Carlton guy. Certainly a big Mike Schmidt guy. I also like growing up Crookie and Darren Dalton. Dalton, You know, that whole crew. That was was a fun crew. Yeah. I can't say I'm a big Philly fan. Me either. I'm not a fanatic. Ah, nice. I saw what you did there. Very nice. Hey, coming up on the show today at 5.30, Matt Riddle's coming in. The uh, Texarkana Razorbacks American Legion baseball team getting ready for a a state tournament this week, this next week coming up, uh, the Arkansas State Tournament. So he's coming in for uh, the second half of the show, kind of give us an update on uh, the uh, prospects of a state championship coming back to Texarkana which would be nice. That would be awesome. Of course, Matt's also going to be the voice of the uh, Arkansas High Razorbacks football and et cetera. Very cool. Coming up in the uh, 2022-23 season. It's right around the corner. we got to get Trey Outlaw in here in the next week or so. We're Absolutely. Waiting on everybody to get back into town, so he should be getting back in next week, and hopefully I'll be around and we can, we can do some of that. Anyway. Yeah, it'll be fun stuff, uh, getting ready for football. I know all the teams are out there doing workouts and everything. And God, it's a little hot for is, that. It's brutal, but – you know, no, they can't officially start the. Uh, I think on the field practicing stuff until the first of August. Right, I but, think it's just you know weight room stuff. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, all, yeah. That, all that stuff. Yeah. Trying to get them bigger and stronger. Yeah, like, and we're we're looking at what a hundred and three and four next week. Insane. It just keeps so, ratcheting up. No, that's that's it. Then we need to come back down. Oh yeah, of course. I would love that, but it just seems like it keeps getting hotter and hotter. Were you a cramping? I, like, did you cramp? Did you play football? Yeah, I did. Did you cramp a lot? All the time. Baseball, too. I cramped, too. Pickle juice or bananas? Bananas. Bananas and oranges. Bananas and or I never heard yeah. oranges do anything for you. Potassium. Banana? I mean, oranges have, have some, potassium? Some, yeah. I know, but, you know, we had this big thing years ago when, when we were hanging out at PG. Uh, we had one of the kids over there who could not stand the taste and really the texture of bananas. Could right. not eat them. Right. And so for him, it was pickle juice. Yeah, a lot, of, a lot of kids Ugh. do pickle juice, and all the uh, like at all the tournaments too. They sell pickle pops, so the kids can eat them. So yeah, they just pickle they, pops. Yeah, like frozen pickle juice. That's it. Oh, it's not that bad. It's just it sounds disgusting. Pickle pops. Yeah, but now with the technology of today, they got those stuff they put in the drinks, like liquid IV and all that kind of stuff. That it's like you know. Better five Gatorades. Better, it's way better. Yeah. Know, well, Gatorade better. they say isn't good for you anymore. No, no, this stuff is real good. So, anywho, yeah, we it, we always cognizant of the beginning of practices. The first week or so, guys are, you know, you want them to all be in the weight room. That's awesome. 
But the reality is they may be in the weight room where they have the AC on. Absolutely. And they're not they're they're pushing for lifting, but they're not running. And they're not drinking because they're your kids. You and, know, and, not pre, and they're not prehydrating. Pre they're not nope. You know, but the good thing about a lot of these coaches now is they get it. They're not. I mean, you can be old school, but you're not super old school. Oh yeah, no. There's no water. I mean, when I practiced, there was no water for you know. It's it's been two hours. You don't need water yet. Uh. Like, you know you know how that goes. So, you know, I know I know most of these coaches around here you know pretty well and. And I know that they aren't doing that. You well, know, it's, water. it's game changed oh, over the abs- last oh, oh, absolutely. 15, 20 years. When where kids get sick and, you know, or pass away. Heat exhaustion is not a joke. No it, joke. It, for folks who – we all grew up in a time where, you're right, that kind of mentality, ah, you're not thirsty yet. We're going another 10 minutes and you can have a water break. You're not going to have water on that field. I mean, that kind of thing. Right. Well, we also have learned that, well, that was fine – it really wasn't fine. No, and it's a slippery slope too. I mean, once you get to that point, then yeah. it, it gets bad. Yeah, quick. heat exhaustion is heat stroke is real yeah. stuff. Absolutely, we don't want kids doing that anyway. Uh, U.S. Open today, Tiger. Did you get any of it? I did not. I was coaching today, uh, but I did watch some of the interviews afterwards. You know, I thought it was pretty classy. The golf golf guys are pretty classy, anyways. You know, they came out and all applauded and tipped oh, the cap sure. to Tiger like they always do, but. Tiger was pretty upset, you know. Tiger, you know, emotional, emotional. Yeah, yeah. I think, uh, you know, he sees the writing on the wall. I think, you know, if he can make it to a Saturday, anything can happen. But I don't know how many Saturdays he's going to make it to in majors anymore. That's the argument I had yesterday. I said, I, I, he's good for two days, and that's only because you can't get sent home after one. Right. I mean, you can quit, but right, he's not going to do that most of the time. But you know, it, it was all, it was painful watching. It was today. So. Anytime you see an athlete who's past his prime that had greatness, that was, you know, touching the gods' greatness. Muhammad Ali. And yes, and then you watch them where they're not that anymore. You almost have to just turn it off because it's so sad. It's so sad, but they don't know when to give it up. Well, the money makes it where Tiger they don't need, want to. But no, Tiger doesn't, Tiger need, doesn't need it. Muhammad Ali did. Muhammad Ali needed yeah. money, absolutely. But you know, it's you know, I want to hang on for one more year. I want to hang on for yeah. one more year, and that's what I, you know, I'm not trying to change the subject off of Tiger, but no. you know, that's like Tom Brady. You know, it's like when is he going to have that year? But he hasn't had that reduction. I, but he yet. hasn't had a tarnished no. year yet. But once he has that year, he's got to be the one. And I think he's close enough with retiring and then coming back that he knows if he has a down year that he just you know walk away walk into the sunset i think somewhere around you has got to be somebody that's honest enough to tell you you know you're not what you were honest honest enough to tell you and somebody that you'll listen to yeah because a lot of these guys you know they'll they'll listen to people but they won't it's just like yeah okay whatever i can still i'll get one more off season i'll be good i'll be there i'll be able to do what i need to do the problem is there's so many guys like us who are sitting on these kind of shows yeah. who are saying, oh, man, the guy's done eats quick. Well, that's not who they're listening to, and it shouldn't be. Absolutely. And, and that echoing of the noise of you're done is just we can't say what they feel. Right. We don't know how their body feels. We can look at their body of work over the 16 or this year's 17 games and say, you know what, there's been a marked drop-off from how good you were to where you are we can see it statistically and say they're starting to probably be a deterioration of your skills and maybe it's time for this guy to walk away but we don't know how they feel tiger you cannot convince me tiger's not in 
pain. Oh, absolutely. Uh, and then Excruciating. Pain. Every one of these attempts to keep playing this year, on one hand, I'm fighting a leg that's got to be killing you. On the other hand, I'm pushing up the rock, trying to keep it from squashing me that's time. Absolutely. So it, the, the minute I stop going, the rock's going to roll me over. Yep. So I'll deal with the pain on this end to keep trying to push the rock up the hill on the other end is the way it feels to me with Tiger. Oh, absolutely. And any athlete who that was their life, you know, playing high school, playing college, oh. playing. I mean, it's 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 depressing when it ends. And, you know, you can't a family member. It's really hard. Can't tell you it's over because they're afraid that you're going to hold that against them because, you know, you don't want to give it up. I mean, it's it, it, it's so bad, and, you know, and it's just you you have to come to that realization, and very few come to the realization before it falls off the cliff. It makes you wonder if Tiger Woods' dad had still been alive, had he not been the guy who would have said to him, "Son, you don't need to do this anymore," and that may have been the one guy he would have listened to. One hundred percent. You just wonder if there's anybody else who's never been in that. Sh- I can't tell Tiger. I'm not a golfer. Other golfers who aren't as good as he is can't. Jack probably could have said it to him. Yep. Can anybody else? No. I mean, other than Jack Nichols, is there ever been a golfer on the same level of Tiger Woods? Absolutely not. So you're talking about a select group who can say, with expertise, I know what you're going through, and it's time for you to consider walking away. Mm-hmm. And if you're Jack, if you're the one telling him, well, you're, you've got more major wins than he does. Are you telling him out of self-interest if I'm trying to preserve my spot? Or am I being realistic about saying, listen, Tiger, you're, you're going to tarnish your legacy if you keep doing this. You know, his son's playing golf, and his son's pretty yeah, good. He is. Yeah, he is. And it's, He's really good. You know, it's it, hopefully for Tiger it'll be, I want to go be able to play with him. I want to be able to go go to my personal golf course, play with him, and that he can see as his outlet. And he can still come back and play majors and be the guy, you know, like um, you know, that has a chance on a shorter course sure. to be able to do something. But yeah, it's it's getting close. It was hard to watch it today. I know you said you didn't. I watched a little bit. And when he was on, you know, I I turned it on early, thinking, well, let's see if he's got a little run in him. Can he get it back to maybe he's under par for for this round today? He won't make the cut. He was so far out after the 78 yesterday. But maybe he gets it back where that last round, he shoots a couple under par. And you're like, yeah, see, Tiger still got a flash of this. He walks away feeling. It was so painful to watch today. He was missing putts that, I mean, missing them badly. To the point of like, it's like watching an animal get hit by a car and it's on the side of the road, you know, wriggling around. You just you don't want to look at that. It's it's sad. You don't want to watch that. You know, and America still believes just the same thing you just said. Which is that they think Tiger can still do yeah. it because oh, I know. money in Ve- I did. Well, the money in Vegas was all over Tiger. Yeah. About winning and shooting under par today. You know, people still believe it, especially if they're putting their money on it. I mean, and I know gambling's gambling, but still, I mean, the guy who's you can't bet with your heart and you got to bet with your head you yeah, know and, right. and he's 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 not a smart bet anywhere anymore i'd have never bet on him to win i said this yesterday there's no way i would have bet on him to win at that course over four days no. against that competition he can't go four no days. way he can't go four days 
Now, in a year from now, I mean, and that's the holding on sort of thing yeah. again. A year from now, if the leg, you know, he's worked out the issues, but still, he's another year older. Time, that, as you said, that rock is coming down on him, and, it's, and it doesn't get any lighter. If I'm him, I'm playing the Masters and nothing else. I'll, I'll show up at the Masters. I think I got a good chance to play there. I know the course so well. It's not like the, the Open where they change courses every year. Right. It's this course. That's, that's the one I'm playing every year. If I win one more, if I win two more, great. It'll be at the Masters. No place else. And he's done so well there. I know. But, I mean, that's he, the only place I'd play if I were him. Yeah, he'll have to play You know, a couple other competitive ones, I think. To just stay to, sharp. To stay sharp, but he plays his course. He plays yeah. courses he's yeah. played a hundred times before. Yeah, I mean, he, 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 I think he can get one more. I still go, want to hold on to that. He can go out and play four rounds in four days any weekend. doesn't have to be on TV. Right, absolutely. He can go home today and go play four rounds over the next four days, and oh, I'm staying sharp that way. I think he gets one more. See, I, I hope he gets one more. I don't more. think he ever gets another one. I think he gets one more. But I, after watching this, I don't want to see him like this anymore. I don't either. If this is the guy we're seeing now, I can't, I can't do it anymore. It's just – it's like watching a racehorse. It's, you know – Hobbled, right? Doesn't seem to be running right. I don't want to watch that. No, nobody does, and hopefully he'll come to that realization too. All right, it's 14 minutes after five o'clock. Take a break. We'll come right back. Don't forget, Matt Riddle's going to join us here in about uh, 16 minutes. We'll talk a little American Legion baseball with the coach backs when we come back. Uh, not this next segment, but two segments down the road. Leaving the yard. Chuck Zach, Dodger, Danny Williams in here this afternoon on the Fan 107.9. Boy, that's that's or, big talk right there. Or maybe it'll just be network. <laughs> so that's some big talk. Tony working on Friday. You went a little crazy there. You got to get your mind right again. Well, if he gets Friday, if he has to work Friday, he's got to take Monday. You know, he's got to have a three day weekend. You know, that's his life now. I don't even want to know. <laughs> anyway, uh, All Star breaks coming up after uh, this weekend's major league schedule. Yes, sir. Super excited. Super excited. Yep. Cause really? Because I, th- I think they're going to give the tip of the cap, even though he doesn't deserve it, over everybody, and they're going to let Kershaw start the all-star game okay so i mean he doesn't have the numbers but it's in la he's never started one of all the years that he's deserved to start yeah he they're gonna let him start which i think is really cool he'll throw an inning yeah that's it i mean that's, that's what they do yep go get his three outs hopefully and then he'll be done now the let big him. news was apparently the concession workers aren't going to strike next week which oh. is good if you're in dodger stadium of course you know but they they were very smart they uh said they were going to strike yeah around the you know the biggest event you know, to be held at Dodger Stadium it, because they haven't won a World Series at Dodger Stadium since no. 88. So no. uh, it's the biggest event for Dodgers-wise. And so they're very smart. And uh, they kind of said, we're going to do this and we're not going to be here. And, you know, the Dodgers said, okay, well, let's let's sit down. And they're happy with how things are going apparently now. And so it's hopefully they won't strike. It's amazing negotiations have to get down to, well, then we just won't work that day and you're going to look bad. Yeah, you won't work. We won't work that week, yeah. you know, because there's three days of festivities sure. and the whole thing, and it's gonna. Yeah, so they, you know, the Dodgers, you know, have the money. It's just, you know, they they want a penny pinch on things. And they're they can penny, penny pinching pinch. concession workers. But let's say penny pinch because once the story dropped, I know somebody as an acquaintance who works there, and okay. they make good money. What does uh, good money mean? Uh, well, it's like twenty five, twenty five an hour, twenty five, thirty dollars an hour, and that's just to start. Okay, no, that's not. 
you know, full time, obviously, because you're only working so many, you know, so many games. You but, got 81 games. But if they are there and they work, then you're going to Staples Center. You're rotating to the. Um, well, I thought this it's crypto center now for it for, won't be for long. Yeah, what yeah, whatever. <laughs> and then, you know, flipping over to the football stadium. Sure. You know, football stadium is seventeen weeks because you have both teams have to have both their home games. Right. So I mean it's a pretty full schedule. I mean the ones that make the most money are the ones that are lugging everything around. So they how much money are we make are we talking about making here? I don't know. It's a, it's it's like a side hustle for a lot of people. I'm gonna say because you're talking about 81 dates mm-hmm. for baseball, right? If you're doing basketball, Clippers and Lakers, right? Between the two of them, we'll say they play 82 games. Yep. The that's 106. Two football teams are gonna play 17 games each. No total. Yeah, you're right. 17 right. games yep. total. Yep. So you got. 81 and 82 is 163 plus to say you got 180 days you're working. Right. Roughly what teachers work. Yeah. Right. At 25 bucks an hour. Yeah. And you're probably, what do you think, putting in five hours? Five or six hours, sure. Six hours. Yep. So we'll go 150 bucks a day times 100 and, well, 200 days. They're not making a fortune. No, but it's not a main job for anybody either. Thirty-five grand is that what it comes down to? Something like that, yeah. But that's but I mean, as a side hustle, that's not bad. No, if it's side hustle, right? But I mean, the guys lugging it around though, they're making way better than that because you know carrying that stuff in the heat, even if it's not in the heat, I mean, it's still pretty rough go of it. But you know, I don't feel a lot of sympathy, but I I can see them trying to get a little bit more yeah, money. Why not? Why they're, not get they're, a they're working bucks. for multi-billion-dollar corporations. Yeah, and hopefully in these negotiations, they'll let the guy throw the peanuts. Roll that in I there. I doubt that's going to be but in the negotiation. But how awesome would that be? I doubt that's going to be in the <laughs> negotiation. Are you jacked about the all-star home run hitting contest this year? Because I'm not. No, not really. Uh, you know, I mean, I like the changes they made a couple years ago. That was really yeah, cool. That was cool. But now it's gotten back to where it's like, meh, you know. I and, don't like the participants. No, and I think that MLB, you know, they gave up a lot to the players. Players got a lot. You know, players gave up a lot, but I think some of the things should be, unless you're injured, we need the top five home run getters in the AL and the five in the NL, yeah. no matter what. Like, I look, I love Albert Pujols, but why is he hitting in the home run? He's dirt? got five home runs five. this year. Now, in BP, he can mash like anybody can, but he's also older guy who's going to get tired, and it's all about how you string, string out home runs in a time period. So what we're doing is with Albert, we're giving him kind of the well, – Congratulatory goodbye. Want to be in the home run hitting contest? You'll last a round, and we'll tip our hat to you. Well, like him and Miguel Cabrera made the team as a tip of the cap, right? So why do you have to give them a second tip of the cap? Because nobody wants to do it. That's and why it's a million dollars, which a million dollars is nothing to sneeze at, of course, you know. But for some of these guys, you know, they're making that in two games. Other than Pete Alonso, who's won it back to back years, who's very. I want to win this. And and I can see Juan Soto being yes. worth talking about. Yes. He's he got put, eliminated by Alonzo last year. He, I think he'll put on a show, especially with the way the ball flies out to right field at Dodger Stadium. But I don't see anybody else that's in the field that, I, that I'm intrigued by. Oh, well, okay. You can't throw all the Rangers under the bus. Seager's going to hit. But this, but Seager we're talking a, about a shortstop. I know. In, in a home run hitting con- – if that's where we are in Major League Baseball and a shortstop is the American League's best representative or one of the five best representatives. But A-Rod was a shortstop. A-Rod was a freak. Uh, okay. <laughs> Seager's not a freak. True. But so, but if you go- when was the last time you went to a game? I haven't been to a game. 
ever for a while okay. it's been a while I mean, no I went to opening day a couple years ago okay well we were there this last week and it was just amazing watching the ball fly out I mean they don't even it looks like they're not even trying oppo bombs yeah, I okay. mean you don't so any one of those guys can go home run home run home run home run home run home run but it doesn't have the name recognition which I think is why it hurts of the Rangers who's the best guy to be in a home running contest Seager not low no, not Garcia. Garcia, maybe that's who I was yeah. going with next. I mean, he was he he was out there like having fun. But yeah, I mean, you know, when I, at Dodger Stadium, I've seen guys hit it out of the stadium, and then they go into the game and they can't hit right. at all because no, it's right. it's just BP, you know. And so you know, and other guys who were great hit home run hitters come into a home run derby and hit zero. Mike right. Piazza did it. He hit zero. It was it was embarrassing. Who the Dodgers? Dodgers don't have anybody in the contest this year. No. Who would you want to have from them? For their, their roster? Probably Freddie Freeman. Oh. Because right now he is on fire. Yeah. Like, you know, 20 out of his last 24, and he is not happy with every all the stuff that went down. And why isn't he and, doing and it, it this year? And why is he not even on the team? He didn't make the team. And who's the coach? You think the, the – uh, yeah, the, Snitker, the guy yeah. the, from Atlanta. I mean, there's a lot of shady crap that went on because the Atlanta Braves took – Two of their catchers, one to make it a story. We talked about this last week, but to make it a story for the two brothers to make it and both right. start the game. Right. Well, why are you taking two catchers? The second best catcher in baseball is not there. The first, the Pete Alonso, sure, CJ Cron, they both deserve to sure. be there as first baseman. But how can you say Freddie Freeman, who's batting 350 yeah. with 20 home runs and yeah. 58 RBIs isn't on the team. And I know he's a Dodger, so you know I'm standing on my soapbox a little bit here. But still, I mean, as if you're just looking at pure stats, there's no way that guy doesn't make the team. And it looks jacked up when you didn't pick him, and he used to be on your team last year, and he's not on your team this year. Right. Now I can see he got screwed over by maybe letting Clayton Kershaw make the team and maybe letting Clayton Kershaw start. But – the guy's got to be there. Yeah. Now, there's still some stuff that has to be worked out on whether guys are coming or not, whether he's going to be there or not. Um, it wouldn't surprise me if he's the first guy that gets asked to go, but ugh, horrible. How's, a, how's a, uh, a healthy Aaron Judge not there? How's Bo Bichette not there? How's uh, Guerrero's I mean, Yeah, Vlad Guerrero Jr. I don't know. That's the whole thing. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, Stan, Carlos Stanton. It's got to... Otani's not hitting in this this year. Nope. And and I get it. He's a two-way player. He's got a reason to say, hey, I'm going to start the game. I'm going to pitch. I'm going to hit, do the whole thing. But I don't see why any of these guys don't go. But it's the same argument with the slam dunk contest with LeBron not doing it. Now, LeBron's old. I get LeBron not But has LeBron ever done a slam get, dunk contest? No, I don't know. Yeah, but see, but that's what I'm saying. Like, I get You know, it's a little different animal. Basketball's not waning in popularity. True. Baseball is. And if you're going to have your one exhibition night of the year, when anybody can watch, it's not a nine-inning snooze fest. It's home run hitting. That's what you're watching. And the best guys to do that aren't on the field participating where baseball desperately needs something. You know, if if, uh, Seager wins it, or what Ramirez from Cleveland when is somebody nondescript to the rest of the country right. not not slamming the Rangers or the Guardians if if one of those guys wins that 
Who cares? But the but the owners, if the team had it vested that it was that important to the team, yes, it's important to grand greater MLB. But it's not important to the, them because what happens if Stanton goes out there or if Judge goes out there and hurts himself hitting in the home run derby? Yeah, but they've always had that yeah, risk. I know that, but still, it's there's no, there's no incentive for them to do it. A million dollars is nothing. You're to growing them. the game. They don't care. Well, see, and therein lies a thing. And it may be a clause in contracts that if you're in the top whatever, you are obligated to participate in the home run hitting contest. Yeah, and maybe if make, you make the all star team, and this ma- is your thing. Right, and make the team step up with, hey, you're you know, you make the all star team, you're getting this. If you're a starter, you're getting this. And if you participate in the home run derby, we're gonna give you this. And you can donate to charity if you want, but you need to go do it. That's what those guys need to do. That's what MLB, I think, the easiest way for them to do it is to put it into charity. Hey, if you hit, we'll don't, you can donate in your name this amount of money. Because, I, will that move the needle? I, I don't know. I doubt it. See, there's the problem. I just, and you're going to get guys like Vlad, Vlad hit once. They're making so much money. That they don't care. You can't throw an incentive in no. front of them monetarily. It's going to move the needle. No, it's it just, monetarily no way. No. All right, we're going to take a break. i got to go check the uh, green room here. Matt Riddle is supposed to be hopping in. We'll visit with the coach of the Texarkana Razorbacks American Legion team when we come back. Leaving the yard, Chuck Zach, Dodger Danny Williams on the fan 107.9. Welcome back. 26 minutes until 6 o'clock, leaving the yard. Chuck Zach, Dodger, Danny Williams sitting in today for uh, the Professor Tony Kirk as we roll on with uh, segment three. This should be the place where you see Matt Riddle. He is uh, not here yet. He's a working man, so he may have gotten tied up. Or, more than likely, he totally forgot about it. <laughs> I mean, I only talked to him yesterday, so he may have totally forgotten by today. But uh, I can't use my phone. It's up there on the uh, on the tripod Facebooking the program today, so I'm unable to communicate, and so we're just at the mercy of if Riddle remembers or not. Yeah, I was looking forward. Doors to open. Yeah, I was looking forward to him coming in. Yeah. So, all right, we were eyeballing this story during the break. The Deshaun Watson, whatever it is, still has not settled itself in Cleveland. Although now Baker's gone, so it's God knows what's going to happen in Cleveland. Big fan of the uh, Browns texted me the other day and said, now that Baker's in Carolina, I hope he's a starter week one and they kick the crap out of the Browns. <laughs> That's a Browns fan talking. That's insane. However, today the Houston Texans apparently got their part of the Deshaun Watson massage therapist thing finished and settled with the 30 women who had allegations against Deshaun of sexual misconduct and more. Right, and the key word you said there was 30. Yeah. Uh, Because, you know, everything we've heard was 24, 24, 24, and then he settled 20 out of 24. Right. Now it's 30. Yep. Um, And I think this is a little bit with the Texans, you know, cutting money at it and saying, we need just this to go away. Oh, yeah. You know, and and I mean, smart thing they did just to let's just get it out of here. We'll look... We may take a little PR hit, but we'll look better in the long run that we settled and we, you know, everything's not disclosed. So, you know, you can't know exactly what the monetary figure is, but it's done. That Now, as far as the Texans are concerned, they're off the hook. It's done. Now it's all about Deshaun Watson and they're out of it, which is what they want needed. This is 
Get that off our plate. Absolutely. Let Deshaun and Cleveland have to deal with this so that we can start this year without any of that hanging over our head. Right. Everybody wants to move on to football, and and now the Houston Texans can't. Yeah. Deshaun Watson, Cleveland, no, not so much. Well, we're still waiting on the league. Yeah. That, that's there. Therein lies the problem. Until the league actually makes its decision, all of this is just in a holding pattern. You can settle with the, the women who have made the allegations. The league's still going to make some decisions about if you're going to play or not and and uh, what's what it's going to cost you on the playing field, although his contract allows him to get paid, I think, no matter what happens. Yep. He still gets Fully his guaranteed. money unless the league finds him, which they're limited by how much they can fine him by the players' agreement anyway. That uh, there's there's very little they can do monetarily to him, so it's just a matter of do they sit him for however long, and this again sits in the lap of the Browns as a team that last year I thought had was probably that that cutesy sexy pick about maybe having a chance to get deep into the playoffs and maybe make a run at the Super Bowl. It looked like they had the best defense in the league. They had a very good running game. You thought as the year was starting, well. Baker's going to be good. The receivers are good now. Every Everything's looking like it's lined up for the Browns to have one of those breakout seasons and finally make the push to get to the Super Bowl. And that didn't materialize. They fell short of expectations. Baker got hurt. You and hit sh- reset this year thinking, well, we're back this year now. It's going to be ba-. And then they make this decision to grab Deshaun Watson. <laughs> Baker's soured and is now gone. You figure Watson's going to miss at least a half of the season, if not more. And Cleveland may be scuffling along out of the playoffs yet again. If I'm a Browns fan, I'm losing my crap over this. It's the Browns. This is 24 months, if this goes the way we think it is, of we thought we were on the verge. And then to top it off, to make it maybe even worse, you watch the Bengals pass you by. Not only that, but now you have signed this guy to a guaranteed contract, and he hasn't played football in two years. Yeah. Now I'm not saying that he can't come back and be a you know pro ball pro bowl guy again, but you don't know what you're going to get after two years. You have no idea what you're going to get. He's had ACLs repaired. You don't know what's going right. to happen after two years, and not being in football shape. You can be in the best shape you want, but he's not in football shape. He hasn't taken a hit in two years. Yeah. Well, he's taking lots of hits. He's just yeah, taking them on the on field. The field. Right. Yeah, exactly. No kidding. Anywho, so that sits in front of us today. Uh, the Cowboys, uh, a piece of news. Today was the deadline day for tagged players to either get a renegotiated deal or you're playing under the tag this year. Now, Dalton Schultz of the Cowboys, their tight end, had signed his tag, which means he's guaranteed he's going to get, what, $10.9 million this year. Correct. And the Cowboys now have tagged him once since they didn't do anything by Friday. They're now in the, the clock is ticking on Dallas about Dalton Schultz. You can tag him again, and then after that, you can't tag him anymore. You got two chances to tag a guy. And you're, of course, you're guaranteeing him payment in the top, whatever it is, 10% of the league's um, in his position, the tight ends in the league, which is why he's only getting $10.9 million. A couple of the players, there were four. Two of them did not sign their tags, and the one guy from uh, Cincinnati, their safety Bates, basically came back out again today and said, I'm not going to camp, and I'm not playing on the tag. So he may sit this year 
and Cincinnati will hold his rights, and they could do it to him again next year. They could again tag him a second year, and if he chooses I'm not playing for two years, he could sit and then become an actual free agent and try to recoup the money that he left sitting on the table by not playing this year. But he's come out adamantly and said, I'm not playing under the tag, and I won't be in camp. We don't learn from history. Le'Veon Bell sat out for a whole year. Yep. He ended up getting paid. Sure he did. But then his he, career but was he, over. His career was over. Yeah. It was done. You can't miss a year. I mean, so, you know, I think the Cowboys are smart uh, by tagging Whoa, 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 whoa. I know, whoa, I'm, whoa. I'm, oh, the no, Cowboys but, are smart. Yeah, because Dalton Schultz is hurt. You know, and so if you got in a two years, you can you can hit him on the as the as your franchise guy for two years, right? And then he's done. You only invested two years of you know top ten percent in him, but you're not giving him the four or five years or that guaranteed money that he's probably looking at. He was probably looking for thirty or forty million guaranteed over five years. You, why would you not? Yeah, but he's not. Hmm. I know. But look at the money they're getting. NFL contracts. I can't see. Can you see Dalton Schultz getting a guarantee? Let's say four year. I don't know, eighty million dollar contract. Let's say that. Let's say it's four at eighty. Okay. He's going to get twenty a year, which is insanity. They wouldn't pay Amari Cooper. No. So it can't be that four at sixty. Let's go fifteen million a year. Okay. They're not going to guarantee fifty or even forty of okay, that maybe money. 30, but maybe thirty. But if you get if you get two years out of him and he's not producing on the field or he gets hurt at ten or twelve million a year, you're still saving money. You're saving a little bit. You're saving a little bit. But it's you know, all you can't. I don't think you can defer money on the tag. No, it's all right it's here, all, right now. Yeah, it's right ten point right nine on this year, and the Cowboys are fine with that. They've got the money to be able to do that this yeah, year. Yeah, they're they got out of their cap craziness now. I keep on hearing people saying Jerry's going to pull off this massive crazy trade and somehow get Debo Samuel really yes that's again floated out today wow what is he going to give up for it though what was rumored to be given oh they didn't know what he'd give up that he was going to do that he's that mastermind Jerry playing three-dimensional chess rest of us is going to somehow figure out a way to get Debo Samuel away from San Francisco and into Dallas and then it's Super Bowl for the Cowboys okay first off Lynch is not that stupid. Second off, <laughs> that's true. Second off, Cowboys Super Bowl should not be said in the same sentence. Okay. It's well, you not, said Cowboys and smart. Uh, so yeah, that. It's true, <laughs> but it's not the '90s anymore. It's not the Cowboys making it to the Super Bowl. Now, the other news out about somewhat about the Cowboys today is Sean Payton came out with his list yep. of who he would consider po- coaching again. Yes. And of course, you know, Cowboys are on that list. Uh, Boy, I'd hate to be Mike McCarthy. Uh, oh, I know. And But Miami and L.A. were on there. But the big deal with Peyton, his one big request, other than it be winning now and nice weather, was he wants control. And if Peyton, if Peyton, Jerry wants Peyton so bad, is he the one guy you're going to give up control for? Who did it for Bill. Somewhat. He did, he did it for Parcells. He gave him a little control. Right, but Peyton said he wants control. Yeah. Not... Jerry has this, you know, it's not two versus one here. It's I'm I'm the guy. I'm making the choice. But, but if geriatric Jerry is serious <laughs> yeah. about trying to get a Super Bowl before he leaves this earth, then it, this is probably the time he's most likely to say, you know what, I'm gonna let I'm gonna let Sean Payton do it. We've been saying that for years. No, though. no, 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 no. He hasn't. Mike McCarthy's not that guy. No. Jason Garrett was not that guy. Garrett sure. had no interest in that kind of thing. No. 
Parcells the only coach he's hired who really has said, I want, I want decision-making about the roster. The other guys haven't really said that. They said, yes, sir, and played whoever Jerry gave them. And, and I get it. They were not in a position experience-wise, success-wise. I know McCarthy won a Super Bowl, but he'd only won one, and it had been a decade earlier, that, that nobody else had the cojones to be able to say what Parcells could say and get away with doing it because they didn't have the same gravitas that Bill has. Right. Sean Payton, however, does have that. He is a guy who'd been on the Cowboys staff at one point in time. He has a Super Bowl under his belt. He has been the guy that Jerry's coveted for a long time, and I know it's kind of weird to say that. Uh, I would think Sean would have that ability to get GMing responsibilities to agree to come to, to Dallas and be the coach when McCarthy flames out this year. I think he's using the Cowboys to get better money in one of the other two places. Does he need to use the Cowboys to do that? I mean, it feels to me like if you're Sean Payton, you should be able to, on the strength of being Sean Payton, get whatever you're looking for. Yes, but the Cowboys are still the Cowboys. Whether we like it or not, they're still, quote-unquote, America's team. They're always in the news because Jerry puts them in the news. You can get – I mean, if he's going to Miami or he's going to L.A., that that looks be- heck of a lot better to me if you're looking at it not being biased, just looking at it out there. I'd rather be in one of those two places than be in Dallas as a coach. Rather than be with the Dolphins or the Chargers? Well, the Chargers, I think, would be number one. You have a quarterback who's young, who you can mold, who Peyton's good with. Miami, and they have Tua. So, But, I mean – I would think if I'm ranking those three franchises today, if, I, if I'm being honest about looking sure. at them, I'm saying Sandia, quarterback, probably the Chargers one, the Cowboys two, sure. the Dolphins three. Absolutely. Skill position players around the quarterback. Yep. I think the Chargers and Cowboys are really close to one another. I think Miami's pretty close, too. And, and Miami, maybe they've made some acquisitions in free agency. Correct. They've changed the meter a little bit. I yep. don't know. What, they haven't all worked together, though. No. So it's a little harder to gauge the Miami group together. And the Chargers got some pretty good weapons. Yes. They got Williams, Eckler, and yes. uh, I can't think of the other guy with the beard, but uh, you know the other wide receiver they have. They got two legit wide receivers and a really good receiving and running, running back. Defense. I think the Chargers are easily one. Yeah, especially with the acquisition of Cleo. I think the Dolphins may be two, and the Cowboys may be three. Yep. I mean, that's we're we're, we're stacking all this up. I mean, makes and, me think the, the Chargers' job is far and away better than the other absolutely, two. Absolutely, because you have not a strong like an owner who puts himself out there like Jerry and Ross do in Miami. Ross isn't as big as you know name as as Jerry, but that's probably the reason why Tua still has a job there. Yep. And um, you know, but. California living and taxes versus yes. Florida and Texas taxes yes. is huge. That's true. So I don't know. Fan base? Cowboys won by a mile. By a mile. Dolphins two. Dolphins just won a Super Bowl. They just want to be a winner again. Chargers three, and they're a mile away from the Dolphins in fan popularity and support. Absolutely. The Rams came in there and stole all that in L.A. So intangible there. Cowboys better tax base opportunity and a much more emotional and large fan base than either of the other two. But if you win in L.A., yeah. But if you win in Dallas, if you win, if you win, if you win in Dallas, right? If you win anywhere, but if you win in Dallas, uh, see, I don't want them to go there because I think that's the only <laughs> shot they have of winning anything. I mean, if you win in Dallas, you're a god right now. It's been a generation. I know. 
You go there and win a Super Bowl. It doesn't matter what the Chargers. You win a Super Bowl, the Chargers. People go, oh, the Chargers. You win one in Dallas, and we just talked about being the most talked about franchise. Add another Super Bowl to it before Jerry goes. It's yeah, he'll never insane. Yeah, he'll never have to leave. No, like he didn't have to leave the Saints, but as soon as Breeze left and he saw the train wreck that was, he was the smart. cap space, he got he the heck out of ship. Dodge. Exactly. Yeah. No, no question. All right, I got to take a break. Twelve minutes until uh, six o'clock. Last break coming up. We'll see if Riddle's out in the hallway. If not, we'll just keep going on. Leaving the yard. Chuck, Zach, Dodger, Danny Williams sitting in for Tony Kirk. We'll return in just a minute here on the Fan One Hundred Seven Nine. We got uh, about seven minutes till six o'clock, leaving the yard. Uh, Chuck Zach Dodger, Danny Williams in here for the last couple of minutes of the program this week. Hopping on with us. Tony's back on Monday. I'm assuming Kevin Carpenter for a Kirk and Company Monday morning at seven o'clock. And we'll figure out guests from from here on out next week. I, again, I don't know if I'm going to be here in what days. Yeah, it'll be fun. We're getting ready to get back into it and, you know, football around the corner. Yeah. No fun league. You see the story out of the Canadian Football League? No. Offensive linemen had been drafted by the Chiefs a few years ago who got his his MD. Yes. He's a doctor. Yeah, I remember that yeah. story. Yes. Well, the league won't let him put MD on his uniform. So if you're going to have your last name, and he's already got a hyphenated last name, like Duvernay Tardif, I think is his, his last name, and, and MD, medical doctor. Well, the NFL says, no, 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 name only. So the folks in the Canadian Football League, because this guy's a free agent, and, and during like the downtime of COVID, the guy was treating patients. Yes. He's I, a doctor. Yes, I, I do remember that. So there's a free agent right now playing for the Jets last year, and the Canadian Football League is coming at him going, hey, why don't you come up here and play? You can play for your hometown team, and we'll let you put MD on your uniform when the NFL wouldn't let you do it. What does it hurt the NFL? Now, I know we're going to open up the... Okay, so what's going to be next? DDS? DVM? <laughs> Is it only got to be doctors that get their stuff on their uniform? Uh, yeah. But I, th- I think we can... I think you can make the, the judgment out there at some point in time to say, you know what? Yeah, I you guys, don't... doctor... Duvernay Tardif. Right, and you have the third and senior and junior and all that stuff on the jerseys. If you're going to let that fly, and I get it, it's their name, but this guy worked to become a medical doctor yes. while playing in the NFL. Yes. And when our country needed him the most, yes. he was out there on the front lines. Now, I'm mean, not saying we should have some guy who gets a doctorate in English lit and have <laughs> doctor on his uniform. And, no, and it's got to be earned and not one of those you know, honorary degrees. Yeah, that no, no, no. But I mean, it's, if you're giving me an honest medical degree, I'm, if you don't like MD, then just put doctor on the doctor front. Doctor on the front. There yeah. you go certified doctor That's no great. kidding but i mean it's a good story it's a good shot from the you know canadian football league to yeah. do that play for your home team you know it's it gets them in the news it makes the nfl look bad for a second you know and but i mean anything that'll do that, that i'm behind right i mean they, they started to 
NFL is slowly but surely changing. We have the second lid rule now where they can have a second helmet, which is kind of cool. So that, you know, like the Bengals preview yeah. theirs, they're going all white with a white helmet. So, I mean, some of this stuff is kind of cool. They're, they're allowing things to slowly progress. So the no fun league is hopefully going away a little bit. Speaking of, of uh, uh, alternate helmets, mm-hmm. PG released theirs via uh, social media this week. Uh, they've got a matte black one. Ooh. And they have a uh, shiny white one with grove on script on one side of it. Very cool. Um, you know, Texas High unveiled theirs a couple of weeks ago. PG's got theirs. The folks over at uh, at uh, AU, it's, it's Greg Gold. It's his company. Are the ones who are doing these designs of these helmets. He is so good. And these helmets look so sharp. I know we fussed about the, the uh, traditional thing with Texas High. PG's changed helmets over the years. They had to. The old Hawkeye, Iowa, ended up ultimately saying, hey, you can't use that. And so PG's not had, you know, a 100-year, 50-year history with a helmet. They've moved it a couple different times. So them moving it doesn't quite become such a bother like it is for the tradition of Texas High or Arkansas High. Uh, but they've got two new ones they unveiled this week as well that are going to be pretty good this year. Yeah, that's cool. I mean, I like the tradition part, but also let the kids have some. They, they get so excited over the new Oh, stuff. I know they do. They love it. I mean, it's just something for them to go nuts over, you know, new uniforms, new helmets, whatever. All right, we're done. Apologize, no Matt Riddle. He must have gotten tied up. We'll wish him good luck at the state tournament next year for American Legion. Um, we're done for today. Back again on Monday, leaving the yard. Appreciate Danny Williams coming in. For Tony Kirk, I'm Chuck Zach. We'll see you guys next week. You're on leaving the yard. Prepare for the future and reach your full potential at Liberty Ilo ISD. At Liberty Ilo, our educators will.